hanging with me. I greatly appreciate it. And we're in our second hour, so I hope you got some questions. Otherwise, you know me. I always got something to talk about. You sure do. So I get yep, tearing me loose. <laughs> okay, true or false? Crocodiles have no sweat glands, so they use their mouths to release heat. True. <laughs> true. No. False. True. <laughs> They often sleep with their mouths open to cool down. Okay. Can you believe that? You know how dogs sweat, right? Uh, no. I... Oh, dogs sweat through the pads of their feet. Oh, okay. Okay, they don't, uh, you know, when they're panting? Yeah. Okay, that doesn't cool them down. Well, that helps cool them down, but they don't sweat through their mouth. They sweat through oh. the pads of their feet. And so that's why when you're on hot days, guys, and you know... 19 years I've been preaching this. Never walk your dogs on tar on hot days. If you can't walk barefoot on it without going, ooh, ah, because remember your dog's trying to sweat through it. Ooh, yeah. And so then the heat's coming up, and so you're going to put them in heat stroke. And ooh. then now look what you did to your dog. So on hot days, I don't care what how pretty that path is. Make sure that path is dirt or grass. Do those right? boots work? At all? Are there boots that no, help? They're, or they're no. still heat. No, no. no. they're no. Still, okay. still the heat's coming up through that boot. Okay. You know, right. just like, you know, if you're walking on a fire with your shoes on, it's, it just takes a while to get there, but it's going to get there. You know, so that's why I know it's so mm-hmm. important that, you know, that you, uh, and people, I, I, uh, there's been times that I just want to <laughs> stop when some of these walks, you know, I see, and you can see the dog's tongue is way down and he's lagging, you know, that, that tells you it screams, there's a problem here. Okay. Yeah. And so that's why you get your dog off, but they shouldn't be walked on the first place. Get them off, get them on the shade, bring, make sure you got some water. You can put some, um, uh, ice or soak if you can stand them in cool water, that really helps bring their temperature down. Or if you use ice, like if you got ice mm-hmm. in your drink or whatever, put some ice on the pads of their feet to bring their bring their uh, temperature down. Okay. One thing that you never want to do, um, you know how cold water is from when you from the hose. Mm-hmm. It's just like whoa. <laughs> All right. Never ever take uh, uh, turn on the hose and start on the back of a dog. You start at the feet. Okay. You go up the leg, you go along the side, and then you go up over their back if you're using a cold hose, all right? Otherwise, if you come right out with that cold water and then you go over their back, you can chill the kidneys real fast, and then you're going to have some problems oh, with their wow. kidneys. Okay. So you start at their feet, go up the legs, along the side, you know, you slowly, just like, excuse me. Just like when you're going to go for swimming, you know how some people can run off the end of the dock and plow, you know, in. Right. Now, no. I'm one of these slower, dip, dip. you Feel know. the temperature. Yeah, just get in there. Eventually, I get in there. So, And that's the same thing with the dogs that you got to remember. Very and cats, God forbid. The same thing with cats. People, um, I've given many cats a bath. And what I just do is I, you know, fill the sink. I use the sink. And then anyway, so I just slowly, I got them by the scruff of the neck. And then I stand them in the water. Don't put them in the sink and then run the hose or the water over them. That will, you better be hanging on to your wigs and keys. (laughs) Because you are going to get scratched, bit, climbed on and everything. But you got to have them by the scruff so if they start to, but once they get wet, you'll be really surprised at how many cats are kind of like, okay, fine. Just the way you do it. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's the main name of the game there. Okay, let's head to the... Hey, got a question? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Who's up? We have Joe, and she has a question about cat food. All right. Speaking of cats, cat food. Hi there, Joe. Yeah, what can uh, I do for you? Hey, I know that you uh, tell us to uh, water down dog, you know, kibble. Yep. 
And I'm wondering, are you supposed to do the same thing for cat kibble? You bet. If you, But your better thing to do is to put them on grain-free canned food and then some yeah. raw, thawed-out, room-temperature um, uh, meat. Whether you want to use ground hamburger, ground turkey, uh, use some do- you know, formulated dog. You know, uh, that's what okay. I do. Every once in a while, I'll throw in the dog stuff. But otherwise, uh, but otherwise, grain-free canned food, uh, because dogs, uh, cats have a total no-carb need, and all your dry foods are at least fifty percent carbs, and that's why the indoor cats get so fat. It's from all the carbs, and it seems like they're never hungry. I mean, never, uh, never full. They're always hungry because they're pumping them yeah. full of carbs, so they're constantly meowing, meowing, meowing. And then the owners are feeding, feeding. Look what carbs do to us. You can't just have one potato chip, right? <laughs> right. Now I got my. I was told that my cats uh, like on the er, a verge of having uh, kidney issues. Yep. So I switched them over to the. Uh, I think I order the food from um, uh, whatever the website is that you can get food. Um, Chewies. Okay. Where they, you know, it's a, it's a medic um, prescription food. Yeah. Um, that's for kidneys for the yeah. renal. Care. And I get the can, but then I also get the dry. And I was, you know, usually was giving them. I usually give them a mix. Mm-hmm. But I was just wondering, should we do the, the, you know, the same thing with the dry? Well, the yeah. Well, first the, of all, if this was my cat, you think. Yeah. If this was my cat, I'd pull him off of all processed food, end of story, and that means all the dry food, all right? And then I'd give him okay. grain-free canned food, and then I'd give, give him the raw um, at room temperature of hamburger, ground turkey, and then some raw at room temperature thawed of formulated dog uh, raw foods, okay? That's what I would do. All right, that's good to know. All right, so so the, the should, I, should I stay with the canned um prescription stuff i wouldn't if it's it green free does if, it matter yeah but this is my cat no I, I would if this was my cat like i said no i would just go with the regular yeah. standard good stuff and i wouldn't be okay. i would, wouldn't be doing the prescription stuff and if you google right. if you go out there and let's see i think it's called the conscious conscientious cat the conscientious okay. cat.com that's a guru cat lady and you can yeah. um, you can yeah, you can uh, ask her some questions, and then also there's a lot of blogs and stuff like that that have to do with cats that are in renal failure. So just go yeah. out there and start looking for more input, okay? Because okay. right away the vets want to put us all on not us humans but the animals on prescription yeah. diets, you know, type thing. But there's a lot of stuff just like right. with, that we can do natural and more. Uh, and to me, I think extends the life longer myself, you know. But that's just my okay. opinion, okay? And if that was my cat, that's what I would be doing. All right, now if you because I have I have a dog too that's got um, Addison's. Oh yep, Addison's. Yeah, and we found that both of her kidneys are they pretty much look like pretzels. Okay, they're 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 so deformed. Yep. they look like pretzels. Yep, and so they they recommended that we put her on the same the prescription stuff as well. Mm-hmm. And should I be giving her? <laughs> This is what uh, this is what you have ever I, remember. I'm not a vet, okay. But see the thing. But so that what I would be doing is I would be don't you need input from all sides, okay? And so right, there again, right. there's a lot of natural good blogs out there about you know with Addison disease uh, of uh, yeah. the better diets, and that's what I would be in, inclined to do in your shoes. All right, okay, is that you've okay. got to do some research on your part. You can go to um, dogs naturally magazine.com 
and healthypets.mercola.com and go and put in Addison's disease in do- and dogs and then also put yeah. ad- if, uh, dogs with Addison's what diet you know what I mean so that's what we have to do okay. is you, that you've got to don't go I'm I'm the last one to go prescription I'm the first one to get out the herbs and all the I'm trying to build the body back because there's a standard process has a lot of great supplements and if you read what's in them i always joke about this but if you read what's in them you swear to god you're you're talking to a, a, a voodoo doctor or a witch doctor because the stuff in the ingredients is like what is that but so that's what i mean yeah. is there's so much out there that can help us and our pets but you've got to go looking for it it's not going to be you know in a general place. <laughs> so that's okay, what you'd, I, I would do if I were, if this was my cat, my dog, that's what I would do is I wouldn't be, um, I, 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 uh, I would opt and usually going raw, uh, you know, uh, and, and the less, no processed anything. And then some yeah. good supplements. Usually you can main to get them to maintain and get some more good years out of them. And also to get them thinner because you know how is your cat fat? No, uh, uh-uh. good, good, and good. and she's like an indoor outdoor because we've got a doggy door because of my dog that's got the Addison. She, yep. if I don't let before I put the doggy door in, she was having accidents all over my house. Yep, yep. Now that I got the doggy door, it's you know I don't have that problem. She can go out. Oh, good when she needs to. Good. But you know, with her um, Addison's, it just seems to be getting worse. Okay, yep. And then we found out that she's, you know, her both of her kidneys look like pretzels, literally. And, okay. you know, she's she's like kind of like on her last leg in a way. But yeah, but no, I she that they weren't supposed to have like protein when they got Addison's. Well, see, that's the that's thing is like, that there's well, a lot of information yeah. out there, and you need to empower yourself. And that's yeah, why okay. just asking the questions, and then like I say, going to those two sites that I just gave you now, and then you can also try hemo h e m o pet dot org. That's Dr. Jean Dodds, and she's got a lot of great information too. And you can ask her questions, and she will answer them. I've been, I did, I'm like, yeah, right. Jean Dodds, Dr. Jean Dodds, has been around forever. She's oh, she's a wealth of information. And I sent her a question, and I about blew, I blew over. Now whether it's it's her who knows but i don't care but the information was great <laughs> so that's yeah, why okay. i would yeah hemo h-e-m-o pet it's either pet or pets i can't remember it's either pet okay. or and then it's dot org okay because what she okay. does she's the main bank for believe it or not for blood for dogs you know when dogs go in for surgery you don't think yeah. of where do they get their blood and she runs right. an organization for that so anyway, but oh, okay. yeah, so that's what you just, you need to get, you know, in, input yourself. Remember Dr. Dr. Jessica Levy, she, I hope will be on next Sunday, because we might not be here on Memorial weekend and you could always call and ask her too. Okay. Or email her and see what her as a holistic vet, what her take is on and, and how she can help you. Okay. All right. Perfect. Thank you. Okay. Good luck. It's a cert, uh, fact Thanks. finding mission is what it is. Okay. Yeah, I've learned to do that. My daughter's got chronic Lyme disease, so I oh, get the fact that doctors don't always know anything, and that's no. we've learned the same. Yeah, and that's so what I you just, uh, yeah, you do. You got to you gotta get out there in the natural world, and there's a lot, you know, that chronic, uh, have you looked into the oils at all for the chronic Lyme's? Yeah, it's helped her some, but she's got, she's got, she's got all three strains of the Lyme. Oh, Lordy. Uh, which she's got all, all kinds of health issues. Uh. And, we didn't know she she's twenty she's going on twenty one now, but 
she's um, she's had it since the age of one. Wow. But we didn't know she had it until she was 14. Really? So it's, her life has been a disaster. But yeah, oh. she's been she's been called a liar. She's been called a malingerer. A malingerer. They would say she was malingling. Whatever you malingling. call it. Malingling. <laughs> her illness. Ming, yeah. Okay. And then okay. They've, they've they've accused me of having Munchausen by proxy. Oh wait. All kinds of stuff that she's been through um, her oh. entire life and both of us, but. Well, that's uh, we a learned bummer. that holistic doctors are the only ones that really can help her. Yep. And see, if you go really to um, Amy De- com. Amy, is it Amy De- DeLong-Williams? I can't remember if it's Amy Williams DeLong or Amy, but anyway, dot com. She's a big uh, uh, guru into the uh, the pet oils. Okay, and so uh, okay. so maybe that she might have something for the Hodgkin's disease or Hodgkin's disease, <laughs> wrong oh, disease. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so go to her and yeah. see what she can do help you out with. Okay. Yeah, perfect. Thank you. You bet. Have a great day. Bye bye. And we running late. We'll be back. <laughs> Hello. Boy, today I don't know about is it me. It just seems like today's flying Fine, by. Yes. It's just like I'm blanking. It's like holy moly, where'd that go? <laughs> All right. Okay. What are we doing? We're back. Wanna, we have an, another caller. Do you have a trivia? Uh, okay, let's do a trivia <laughs> after the fact. <laughs> because I've been so long-winded, okay? Bats, true or false? Bats are mammals. True or false? Sure. Yep. Ding, 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 ding. Perfect. Bats are mammals. Woo-hoo. Do you realize they have their ba- babies hanging when they're hanging upside down? That's how they give birth? Yep. Okay. And that's something. <laughs> it's like, oh, my goodness. Okay, I was, there's something else I was going to mention, and uh, like I said, it poof, went right out of the head. Uh, oh, I know, it was a, a Keys commercial. Yes. Uh, that's what, <laughs> uh, uh, today at the baptism for my great-grandson, I, I looked at the box, and I says, by this chance, is, is there a Keys cake inside mm. this? And she says, well, yes. <laughs> and I, so I open it up, and it's like, oh, Keys. Have you ever had any cakes from I Keys? haven't had their cakes, but I've ate there before. Oh, their cakes are they have a ho ho cake. Do you ever you know what the, the ho ho looks like? The, yeah. Okay, like ding dongs and yep. ho ho. They have a ho ho cake that honest to Pete, your 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 whole inside just screams, Whoa <laughs> <laughs> It's unbelievable. And I don't like carrot cake and I like their carrot cake. Okay. And then uh Terry Rudy makes the best carrot bars. Mm. Oh, I can sit with the whole band. But anyway, and the, but also too, uh Keys has a lemon cookie. That um, uh, their daughter Nicole, she runs the one up in Forest Lake. She used to hang around with my my daughter, and they used to play volleyball, and she'd stay overnight and stuff like that. Okay. Else. And then so when she came, you know, um, came for she got a dog, so she came to class, and she says, "Well," uh, and she goes to pay me. I said, "Nope." I says, "I don't want any of your money, but I do want four lemon cookies. <laughs> I don't want a dozen. I want four. I said, "That's it, just four. You give me a dozen or two dozen, but you'll I will eat, eat yes. every one of them." I said, "Because that—that's my Achilles' heels. They're mm. lemon cookies." And there was one time I was up uh, getting some food, and I stopped by the keys, and I just had that taste in my mouth, so I just wanted one. <laughs> just wanted one. I go in there, none. So I said, "Is Nicole there?" And she says, yeah, just a minute. So they went back and I said, Nicole, do you have any in the freezer? <laughs> She's let me see what we could find. And she comes out and there was just warm, just right out of the oven. Oh, it was nice. just like, oh, I knew you wouldn't Perfect. let me down. So anyway, oh. okay. So Keys Cafe, little extra plug for them because they are awesome. I always get their turkey dinner. Oh, 
okay. you know, with spat, mashed potatoes, gravy. Yeah. But I don't forget the stuffing, extra gravy, extra uh, uh, potato. <laughs> and turkey's great. Yeah. Okay, let's go. Oh, we lost, we call. lost our call. Oh, I'm I sorry, guess. I get to um, talking. No, do you know what you wanted? She had a question about her dog's ear infection. Oh, ear infection. Okay. Well, one thing I can, uh, one, uh, dogs that have a lot of ear infection, it can be the food, number one. And number two is that usually if we have problems or we, same with the dogs, if we, like a lot of ear infections, it always comes down to the diet. And also sometimes we have um, a high yeast in, you know, culture in our body and it comes out of our orifices. Okay, and we yes. leave that to our imagination. But anyway, and so that's why I tell people they're having a dog. Now, you don't put it in the ear. You put it in the dog, okay? Organic apple cider vinegar for small to medium dogs, like a teaspoon a day. For large dogs, you know, like a tablespoon a day. Mix it in with, um, like, plain yogurt or canned pumpkin. And this is another myth, myth, folks, is that people think that they give their dog yogurt that that's a good probiotic. Or it's not, folks. There's this minuscule in of any good. Sugar, yes, in in the in the Greek yogurt and the so no. What we want is the organic uh, apple cider vinegar that has a good you know with the mother in it, and, and like I said, it really works and it works for myself too. Mm-hmm. I get yeast overloads every once in a while, and mm-hmm. boy, and I take my apple cider vinegar for like you know a week and. All then gone, good. you know, and that's the same thing with dogs. And so usually if somebody's having a lot of yeast problems with their dogs, I'd say just get them on the apple cider vinegar, give it to them daily or every other day. And, you know, you should all should be well. And it's good for their gut system, too, mm-hmm. to get them, you know, uh, everything orientated and, and up and going there. So anyway, so give a holler, 651-641-1071. We got open lines. We can get you in ASAP. Okay, now we are talking, now uh, cat nails. Folks, trim the cat's nails. Okay, you can see the where the hook is. Their nails are different than a dog's nail. All right, and so uh, I use for mine. I use a human's toenail cutter for my bigger cats, and then just a regular nail cutter for a human. You know, okay, okay. yes. And that gets, and you know, if you could do a nail a day, just like with dogs, if you could do a nail a day, great. Always do it when the cat's sleeping. I, I'm, I'm, I take and 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 pet the top of my dog, a cat's paw, real soft. And then I try to, now if it takes a while, but then I start uh, petting the underside. And then after a while, when they get used to it, it feels so good that they span, sure. they spread their things out. And I've gotten so good to do clip, 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 clip. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And so uh, so I would, you know, if you got a cat that's scratching in your furniture a lot, stuff like that, please don't declaw them. Mm. That's amputation of their toes, right? right? So you either you keep the nails trimmed, and remember what uh, cats like to claw on things as they enter a room. You know how a lot of uh, uh, um, like living rooms or whatever, you have like a couch and then a wall, and you kind of got to go between the couch and the wall. And the cat will do that. They'll come in and they'll claw on the furniture that's right in the corner there. So you can put a piece of plexiglass there or put something the cat can claw on so that you won't drive you nuts. But that's most often where they will claw. And cats also, too, they're, um, how can you say this? There's horizontal and vertical vertical claws or scratchers. Some oh. like to stre- stand and stretch and claw, and some like to stretch out on the ground and claw. Hmm. So you got to find out if you got a vertical or horizontal. <laughs> and then also the fabric. Some like upholstery. Some like, you know how you can uh, like twine 
Mm-hmm. Uh, rope, yes. you know how sometimes they'll put that at a pole, and a cat will love, you know, some cats like that twiny stuff. Right. There again. And then so upholstery, carpet, and that twine are the three main things that cats like to claw on. So you got to find out what your cat likes best. Sure. And you can do that easily. Take, you know, a board and, well, I don't know about a board. You know how expensive wood is right now? Holy moly. Oh, no. It's, it's oh, it's, it's insane. Huh. Like a two by four, a two by four you used to pay like two bucks for. It's eight bucks. Hmm. It's uh, whoa, it's it's unbelievable. So you may want to find projects. something else, like maybe heavy duty cardboard, wrap that in. You know, like a carpet or upholstery or that twine, and just find out what your cat likes and if they like to vertical, you know, stand up and and claw down, or if they want to like claw across the floor. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's that's huge. So uh, keep the cat's nails clipped. Same with the dogs. Don't think that you have to do it all at one time. If you could do a nail a day, hey, great. You're you're fantastic. So anyway, and then also, like I say, the food. What foods are you feeding? If you feed low grade foods, a lot of times that can put the the, the digestive system into a tailspin. And folks, we haven't talked about it for a while. Rotation, rotation, rotation. You rotate cat's food, and you rotate dog's food, and you only buy enough food for the dog for the size of dog you have. That that bag will be fed out between about a you know no more than two weeks, like a week and a half to two weeks. That bag is filled out. Uh, uh, you're already fed out, and then you're into your next bag. Okay, remember you want to at least four different, four different uh, formulas. Okay, bees are found on every continent on Earth except for one. Which is it? All righty then, that would be me. Okay, bees are found on every continent of Earth, except for one. Which is it? Antarctica? Ding, 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 ding. There you go. Yes. There you go. I'm crossing these out so I don't read them again. (laughs) So we got this. We got this. We got this. Is our butterflies insects? Yes. Ding, 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 ding. Look at you. You're on a roll. (laughs) Got to make you look smart before I know, you leave. Before I leave, yeah, yeah. yeah. One next more weekend, yeah, next weekend. Next week, I hope is, my friend calls in to help me out. Yeah, you know? I think her name's Jody, isn't yes. it? I think if I'm not mistaken, yeah. We have to give her some. I think she was more on the brain ones. The, yeah, the, the ones doodles. I need out really out. Yeah, the, the, the really tricky. Yeah, there you go. The riddle you ones. Go. Hey, open line six five one six four one one zero seven one. Maybe able to do one or two calls. Remember, we only got about twenty minutes left here. And then I think everybody's either in the car coming home from a long fishing trip. Oh, uh, it was uh, uh, Will's birthday. He turned seven on Friday and he wanted to go fishing. He's never been fishing in Minnesota. And Renee was so kind to say, hey, let him fish off our docks. Oh. Okay, now remember, they're used to catching, you know, halibut, sure. trout, yes. salmon, <laughs> you know, and here comes this little panfish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Will, the uh, angle worm, okay, <laughs> throws it in. And he's, you know, Dana, the barber goes down. Pertner immediately, I got a bite. I think the whole big Marine knew that he got a bite. And he'd bring it in. I got one. I got one. And when he came up, he's almost kind of like a, a catch 22, like, what is it? Because <laughs> he's used to getting these big fish. And so he caught a pumpkin seed, uh, Sonny. So anyway, of course, we, uh, we, we, uh, catched it and released it. 
Uh, we got rid of some of the, the we put them all back in Big Marine. So, but at least it was just fun to catching them and stuff like that. There was two that swallowed the hook that we did keep because we know they wouldn't keep. And so, anyway, but it was fun. It was at, he had a great time and tried to understand uh, Minnesota fishing compared to uh, Alaska fishing. Yes. Where these fish are ginormous, and here comes this. They're used to using like. <laughs> Big lures and oh, stuff like wow, that. I bet. Here yeah. the, and then uh, <laughs> a little ha- bit different. Yeah. Hollis, the middle one. He, he goes. He's laying on the dock, and I'm like, Hollis, what are you doing? And he's got this teeny tiny worm. Yeah. That he's trying to get onto the hook. Okay. I mean, he's laying on the deck. I mean, like it's putting her like it's up his nose. You know, trying very <laughs> meticulously to get the hook into this worm. Mm. And by Jiminy Christmas, he does it. Then he caught a fish with it too. Oh, <laughs> so good. that's all we got was bluegill and pumpkin silver. Uh, they did keep catch catch a couple large large mouths, but it wasn't opening fishing yet, and they weren't big enough to keep anyway. But uh, uh, but they, they, oh look at that's a large mouth, and I'm like like you know what that is? Okay, <laughs> didn't know what a sunny was, but now you know what that's funny. Right. <laughs> okay. Let's Let's go to the line. Yes, yeah, so you have Kristen, and she has a question about resource guarding. Resource guarding. Okay. Hi, Kristen. Hi, Katie. How are you? Good, good. So what kind of pupper do you got? Um, So we have, he's a lab mix, and okay. he came from a shelter in Alabama. He's actually been to you for one training class. So What's the dog's uh, name? His name's Vinny. Vinny, okay. Yeah, so he just very recently has been resource guarding a lot with, there's always food or bones involved with other dogs, and we have small dogs too. So as you can imagine, it's pretty scary when it happens. Yeah. Um, I was wondering if you had any. Um, we've been told that we should maybe take him to a behavioralist. I'm wondering if you have any referrals or anything for that. Well, no, I just think re revamp your house. <laughs> yeah. It's just like with you know two legged kids. Yeah. Sometimes you know they can share toys, and all of a sudden they hit a, a point in their life where it's, you know touch that toy and die. <laughs> exactly. And that's kind of like what's happened with your dog. You know what I mean? It's just like he was being agreeable, and all of a sudden it's like not so much. I'm not sharing so much anymore. And so okay. now, so how many? So you got three dogs total. We actually have five. Okay. Um, we have two big ones. So we have a golden retriever as well. Okay. And it's not a problem with him, but I have three pugs. Yep. And they're little yep. and they are deaf. So yep. they don't really pick up on his cues. Right. That, you know, he's unhappy. Right. And so, so that's why now you said they already got a uh, a trigger, right? A trigger is, is it's that? The food or bones or treats usually. Okay. okay. So yes, we're going to remove all the triggers for sure. Right. And then you want to feed them in separate areas. Yep. Okay. So that, and then nobody gets, you know, he gets, has to stay in his area, whether it's his kennel, laundry room, or, sure. or whatever, until all bowls are picked up. Exactly. And then yep, whatever. But now, how, what is his, every dog is different as far as resource guarding. What is it? Is it a growl? Is it a snap? A lunge? No, it's he will latch onto their heads oh. and their necks and like hurt them. Oh, <laughs> we got a little so problem. Yeah. So it's, like it's super scary right so how many times a day is it or a week or whatever is this happening you know it hasn't it, it's happened within the past few weeks but it's happened twice this weekend no oh, so what was um, going on one one was over a bone um, and then so how did like, that happen um he was on the deck the other dog came near him i guess and he didn't like it when he had a bone so now like i said we've removed bones from the equation right they're supervised during kennels Correct, correct. Um, and then the other one, unfortunately, was our neighbor's dog had come over with them, and our neighbor made the mistake of throwing food on the deck between the two dogs. Ah. That okay. was a huge problem, obviously. So okay. he, he injured our neighbor's dog. Oh, bummer. 
Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I, I know it's our behavior as well that needs to be modified mm-hmm. if we're going to be responsible. But I just, I didn't know if you had any thoughts on behaviorists or anything. Well, no, because like I say, that'll cost you a chunk of change. I bet you it'll start at about 600 an hour. And so, oh. uh, but the thing is, is that what it is, is that, okay, you have the trigger. Yeah. So if this was my dog, what would be happening is, oh, somebody's coming over, a neighbor's coming over, then, you know, uh, uh, Vinny gets to go into a, a kennel yeah. or out of the or situation. Or the neighbor's dog can't come. Oh, that. I've already told them he can't come over anymore. Right. Well, I'm so. sure now they don't. After this episode, they probably don't want to bring him over. <laughs> That's a fair point. That, but another thing, too, is that what you could do is acclimate him to a muzzle. Okay. Yeah, uh, about. One of the heavy duty, like the um, heavy duty rubber ones, is what you okay. want. Not the Velcro one, but the heavy okay. duty rubber one. And uh, like you know, if other dogs are going to be around or whatever type thing. Now, have you been doing any kind of work with Vinny though, other than because uh, sometimes when this starts getting worse, is because the dog has nothing else to think about right. other than just so, okay, I'm going to protect everything that I want. Right. Yes. And 100%, we, um, we've enrolled him in a, a weekly training class that we're okay. going to, he starts this week. Okay, good. We went to the first one that was only for humans. Yep. And they taught us some, like, brain tricks, which were very helpful. And we've been doing them every day. Good. So good. I'm trying to entertain his brain because I, I remember you saying that, like, you know, dogs like that don't take them out running, just. Yep, make them tired by thinking. Their brain, so. By thinking, yeah, and see, and that's why when dogs, if if this has been escalating, it's usually due to the fact that he's bored out of his gourd, so he's got to be taking issue with certain things. Okay, and so then what? That so a behavioralist, I don't feel because uh, the big thing about behavioralists that would say something like this is a dog has to earn his rights. Okay, uh, he has to. Nothing comes free anymore. He has mm-hmm. to sit for his dinner, sit to be petted. You know, uh. A, a, do a downstay across the room when you're eating or, you know what I mean? He has to earn things. He can't sleep in bed. He has to sleep mm-hmm. on the floor. And so, and then the input, input into his noggin, brain games, brain teasers, tricks, things like that. Okay. To, what the main okay. name of the game is. Because have you, do you feel that this has been getting worse now? Yes, yes, I do. Okay, okay. I definitely do. Yeah. Um, and so that's why, like I said, what you got to do is, and when, but the better thing, it, it, there's a blight out here, is that you know what the trigger is. It's we do, food. yeah. And so and there's a lot of times there you can't figure out the trigger to save your butt, you know? Right. And so now being that yeah. you know the trigger, so then you got to, okay, it's just like having that child, the two-legged child, <laughs> <laughs> that you know the triggers. And so yeah. now you, you learn to look around figure out the situation so that it's a win-win situation and that's right a, and, that's and I, a, I do remember you saying too. my husband and i were talking about that like you know not everybody needs to come over and say hello to your dog exactly so i mean we have to be responsible and not put him into situations where he's going to exactly hurt somebody Ex- else, yep you know? oh exactly and so that's the thing you got to know your two-legged and four-legged child and so um and then the more that but I, like there again more input 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 because right. what you got to remember is like you know going to a weekly class you know he'll sit down stay calm basically you know yes okay he understands he'll sit down stay calm but then that becomes very redundant after a while it's like god you got anything else and so that's why the brain games brain teasers and tricks something new that's what's going to make him think hold a thought and propel and go forward all right and so it's not how you know if he's walking well in a leash if he's sitting nice if he's downing nice and the big thing would be a stay like stay like a across the room when you're watching TV, not for the whole time, but for like maybe right. 15 minutes. 
are going in and out of the rooms. Those are mind games. Even though physically the dog is doing nothing, his brain the whole time is going, when this is going to be done? When this is going to be done? And so by doing simple things like that, he's going to be watching you more and mm-hmm. so that he, now it's your house, not his house. So okay. that he doesn't take, you know, like, hey, this is my food. You can't have any of it. <laughs> right, you know, for sure. He's okay. going to be more well, mindful that much. way. Okay, kid. I appreciate it. Thank you, you Katie. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Uh, let's. Should we run to break? And yes, we'll run to break. Take our last call. Okay, here's another one. Wait a minute. Where Where is this one? There is Okay, what is the only continent on earth where giraffes live in the wild? We'll be back. Winding things down. Greatly appreciate you sharing your Sunday afternoons with me. And hopefully you're driving back from up north. Hopefully it's not uh, bumper cars out there. Mm, Uh, I know there's a lot of construction going on around again, but oh well. It is what it is. What is the only continent on earth where giraffes live in the wild? Africa. Ding, 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 ding. Ding, 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 ding. There you go. Good job, kid. You Thank did very you. well. I think you've gotten like almost all of them. Too. I feel, yeah. yeah you've been very great. smart today. Very great good. night. Yes. All right. Who's up? Yes, we have Debbie, and she has a question about her dog's drooling problem. Oh, drooling problem. Okay. Hey, Debbie, how you doing? Hi. Hi. Um, I have a eight-year-old square spaniel. She's, uh, she was a runt of a litter. She's only 27 pounds, but she has started drooling when we eat dinner she sits near the table and she drools like a like a saint bernard yep i'm wondering is it food is it is the a- look i got a question for you do you give her like leftovers from the table um sometimes we give her a nibble but we try not to we try to give her like carrot beforehand or green beans or she likes you know, any of the crunchy veggies, but we do give her some. Yeah, and see, with this anticipation of what might be coming is what it is, okay? It's just like it's Pavlov's law that, you know, that if you fed the dog at the exact same time in the, every day, usually <laughs> net about five minutes before they start drooling or while you're preparing dinner because the anticipation of it coming, all the sensation of the smells of it, just literally <laughs> yep. here comes the drool and away it goes, okay? And so basically there's not other than like when you're going to sit down and eat, you know, put her in the kennel or in another room so she's not a part of the the room even if you put her on the other side of the room that's still but the closer to the table is my guess you make major puddles yes she does and it's and yeah and they do know routine so that makes sense so i think the kennel idea yep. is, is either putting her in another room or in the kennel and then don't have the kennel where she can see you you know what I mean? Correct. You don't, you know, yep. if it's in the same room, that's fine, but it should be pointed sideways or backwards or whatever so she can't see you. Because seeing is the main of the event, overacting all the senses between the eyes, the, uh, the smells, and the whole kit and caboodle. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you. Okay. That's what we wondered. Okay, <laughs> have a good one. You too. Thank you. Bye bye. Yep. Uh, the droolings. There's, uh, the other day I was working a dog. 
and uh, about halfway into it. And uh, Nutrisource has these new, they're called jerky strips. Okay. I love them. Not me personally. <laughs> but, but I mean, you they break yeah. up easily. They okay. don't, they're all natural. Uh, the dogs just love them. And any, so I was using it as, uh, as something uh, oh, to get the dog to go into a, like an inner tube. Well, anyway, so then by, uh, he, he did it well. And so then I had some in my pocket. And he stared, just as we were talking <laughs> before we were ready to go, he's just kind of staring at my pocket. And all the slime started Ooh, coming. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, you know, I've got one in here, don't you? So I gave it to him, and that was the end of it, Aww. you know, type thing. But, yeah, so that would, uh, a dog's drool, too, like if they're going to get car sick. You know, oh, their, their okay. tummy starts, and all of a sudden they start, Oof. like I call, getting green. So then, yeah. uh, now those of you that have car sick dogs, remember, you're going to take a pinch of ginger, that's ginger that you cook with, and put it in their food or a little bit of veggie or a little bit of canned pumpkin or a little bit of uh, plain yogurt and do that for a couple of weeks every day, a pinch of ginger. Because remember, dogs eat according to smellability, mm-hmm. not patability. So we're getting them used to the smell of ginger. And then now um, I like Trader Joe's triple ginger ginger snaps because <laughs> it's got more ginger in it. Or you can make your own ginger snaps. Cut If this says a cup of uh, sugar, do an eighth of a cup of sugar. All right. And then put extra ginger and you can make your own you know your own ginger snaps if you want then you can freeze them and use them as needed but the ginger settles the stomach Mm -hmm. is what it does and so then that way there hopefully it won't get sick and uh and it will get better and better then also dogs that are car sick uh what you do is you you go you know give them the ginger snap go down to the end of the driveway and come back up yeah i don't care if it's like three car lengths down (laughs) you go down to the end and you come back up open the door we're done let's go you don't even get the dog like whoa wait a minute here you know, and then and then pretty soon it goes down the driveway and half down the block and then back, you know, so you do a lot of the little short trips. Right. And all of a sudden you're going around the block. And then before you know it, that dog has had so many trips without getting to that point of getting sick. Yeah. That he doesn't get sick anymore with the anticipation of getting sick while he drives in the car. Oh, Believe true. it or not, the grandkids are like that. If they're in the car too long, they get car sick. Because Santa has buckets for them. I said, what? Oh. And that's never happened. It's only happened within recent years here. Hmm. So I said, time for ginger, works for dogs, works yes, for kids. Yes. <laughs> but that's what you want to do mm. is that do short trips. Because usually you think about it, most of the dogs, the only time they get to go for a car ride is where? To the vet. To the vet or to the groomer. Mm. And so the car doesn't mean fun things. And so, or if it does mean something, they get themselves so amped up because sure. we're going to the park, excitement. we're going to the park, the excitement <laughs> that sometimes that'll get them ralphed mm-hmm. up too. And so that's why, you know, you got to do things. I think a couple of weeks ago we talked about, you know, the dog that goes totally goofy at uh, eating times, you know, uh, breakfast and dinner times. Oh, yeah. The dog is jumping and barking and just being a bleh is the, <laughs> is the number one, don't have set feeding times. Mm-hmm. Number two, make your dinners ahead of a time. And so then you decide, whereas there's no prep. It's already like made in a pile. You remember, we're soaking the food. Put water on it until it floats nicely, and then uh, put a top on it and let it rehydrate. And then uh, when it's dinner time, when you look at the clock, say, okay, let's say you used to feed them at seven, and now you're feeding them at nine thirty, or you're feeding them at four in the morning. You know what I mean? What I wouldn't go the morning route myself. But <laughs> it's only if you're up at yeah, that time on a regular basis. Yeah, but the whole thing by changing it, and believe it or not, you know, if your dog misses a breakfast and you, he only gets fed dinner, there's no problem. You know, dog. Dogs are, we really, dogs aren't wired to eat often. They're, uh, they're wired to eat a lot at one time that mm. will sustain them, you know, throughout the day. Right. So, but humans, boy, the, you know, if the dog misses one dinner, 
you know, everybody, oh, we got to go to the vet. The dog's, you know, and it's like, no, 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 no. If the dog's demeanor is good, mm. you know, but mm-hmm. may, who knows? Maybe he found a Twinkie on behind the couch and yeah, ate that. And, <laughs> you know, he's already scarfed up. Remember their garbage disposals. And uh, so vacuums. that's, yeah. So, yes. <laughs> and so if the dog, you know, if his demeanor is okay and he didn't eat fine, Ethel used to do that quite a bit. Not quite a bit. I mean, in a year's time, there might've been maybe six or seven breakfasts that she missed. She never missed dinner, but she missed some breakfasts. And she just look at me and like, yeah, not so much. Okay, no problem. You know, but I, but as, but her demeanor and everything was fine. Right. That's the thing. But I mean, if they're not eating and they're lethargic and their head is down, tails tucked, they feel warm because they might be running a fever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a keep a rectal thermometer on hand, you know, an animal rectal thermometer or a lot of those, I call them uh, the the laser, like speed trap, you oh. know, those will work for dogs also, mm-hmm. okay? And, and a normal temperature for a dog is 102 is, uh, is is a normal temperature for a dog. And so the whole thing is, is that, you know, I, I one vet told me one time that 85% of vet visits didn't need to be a vet visit. You know, people get, to, well, just like yeah, the two-legged yeah. kids too. Right. You just, know, you, you're just worried. And yes. so I just have to have this checked out. That's fine. You got to do what, you know, but a lot of it when the dog quits eating, if, you know, I'll give it to, okay, let's say Ethel didn't eat breakfast. Okay. Then, you know, dinner comes. Okay, if she doesn't eat dinner, okay, now heads up. Right. Let's see what happens tomorrow morning. All right. Otherwise, but but like I said, we hit the panic button too much when our animals don't eat. Because we just say, what do you mean you're not eating? Kind of like with, you know, um, with two-legged kids, uh, you know, eat, you got to eat, eat. Uh, well, leave him alone. Don't let him turn him into a porker, you know, yes. type thing. He'll eat when he's hungry. Right. He ain't stupid. You know, two-legged kids will eat. Sometimes they don't want to eat the correct thing, you know, uh, Snickers bar <laughs> is what they want for lunch, but anyway, it's yeah, it's goofy. And then uh, we did s'mores last night on the fire. Ooh, nice, I had, yeah. I hadn't had a s'more in I don't know how long. Oh, tasty. Was it good? But yeah. I didn't have time to toast my marshmallow properly. I do it so that it's that really light toasted. It's like almost melted to the center that when you put oh, the top okay. on, the whole thing just smushes nice. Yeah, I like mine like but super yeah, burnt. The, yeah, with the kids. Oh, I do too. <laughs> yeah. The kids were just so nuts last night. And so trying to watch them and then not nobody being burnt, you know. And, oh, uh, sure. And so, yeah, so I didn't have time to enjoy it really it, or well, get to, it done. To, Post my marshmallow <laughs> to perfection. Perfection. Yes. And so, but otherwise, yeah, but it was good. I love graham crackers. I, I, I guess I crackers, only have them with s'mores. Oh, so, yes. But yeah. see, graham crackers with butter is a tasty mm. treat. Graham tracker with, crackers with butter and cinnamon on it is really tasty. They do have cinnamon and... I was going to say... Graham crackers. Yeah. Those are very tasty. Yeah. <laughs> So, now I'm hungry. And I, I hear know, I we came in here full. Of food and yeah, I, I know, I you came were in full. full. <laughs> yeah, and then now it's I'm going like, to be ready for dinner for sure. Okay, there you go, there you go. I don't <laughs> but know. it's all sweets we've been talking <laughs> yeah, about. I know it, I know it. Yeah, I got my four-wheeler going yesterday. I was oh, happy about that. Perfect See, weekend. Now, the, it, you know, the first thing I start every year is the more. And the more sets the wave for the rest of them, the more it didn't start. Oh. Okay, and so Dan had to get the more for me. Okay, he got the more start. So I finally, um, I'm packed around my four-wheeler got the four-wheeler out well not out i go to turn the key oh no it didn't start go down and get the charger <laughs> plug it in a long winter <laughs> but you know it is but it says that there's some that you know the more starts and they start that then the four-wheeler so starts, you kind of knew the cushman starts so I, I just had a feeling when i turned that key yes. and now that we got one left the cushman to see if the cushman starts 
And, I haven't tried uh, it yet, huh? Yeah, you know, I haven't tried it yet because I can't find it because it's buried in boxes right now. <laughs> boxes that I need to burn. <laughs> All your boxes. Oh, yes. I know it. My boxes. And, you know, there is a, the big joke is, and it happens to me. Um, something will come in a box and I get it unpacked and I'm like, wow, this is a nice box. <laughs> I gotta keep it. I gotta keep this box. It's a nice, heavy duty core. Oh man. You know, as <laughs> I should have asked for you for boxes cause I'm moving at the end of the month, but I already got oh, where my, are you going? I'm not going, I'm still going to live in the same neighborhood. I'm oh. just moving into a different building, but, oh, okay. um, yeah, a little oh, bit bigger and I'll have my own little deck. So a little, Ooh, some upgrades, yeah. you know, you. but I got my boxes and materials to help pack. I just have to do it. Oh, wow. <laughs> but I could have asked you, I guess. Yes, I have boxes. <laughs> Believe me, Amazon and me are very good friends. Okay. Between, yes. you know, collars, leashes, and stuff I need. Sure. And then that stuff I needed for the kids and stuff like that. So, but anyway, so the, guys, take the time to use your dog's brain, please, because that is what it's all about. You got a barky dog, he's bored. And teach him the word quiet, not you shut up over there now. <laughs> oh, well, you take this week, train on. This next week is Hope's last week, so tune in so you can hear Hope's, her voice on the final time. You guys have a great week and train on until